In our opinion, movies can be found in one of two realms. The realm of the renowned, those active in the minds of pop culture, your masterpieces, your witty comedies, your impactful horror. There are even movies so bad they're good. Cult classics. This is not a show about those movies. Instead, we bravely venture into the realm of the forgotten. We plummet the depths of the mediocre, the left behind, the seventh at the box office, and the bottom of the bargain bin. What strange horrors will we find in our exploration? What unholy dialogue will we encounter? And what artifacts that may at first have been overlooked will we reclaim? I'm Lily. I'm Peter. I'm Wesley. And I'm Sam. And this is Hello from Obscurity. Honestly, like, I think that should just be the theme song now. Like, I I don't think, I think it's just got to be all of us doing some weird Twilight Zone. (laughs) Here's a little peek behind the curtain for all of our listeners at home. It's been a day and a half since we've recorded the last episode. So there has been zero progress on the theme song. That's why it's still (laughs) wah, 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 wah. I like it. Uh, I do too. No, I think it's uh, I think it's great. God. All right. So today we are talking about the last traditionally animated feature film to ever make it to theaters without a Disney logo in front of it. Wow. Aww. Really? Yes. That uh, makes sense. It's DreamWorks, right? It's DreamWorks. Yeah. This was the uh, last DreamWorks animated film before they shuttered their animation division in uh, favor of CGI. Um, this is Sinbad, The Legend of the Seven Seas. Sinbad, lovely animated movie directed by uh, Patrick Gilmore and Tim Johnson. A, the idea was originally written by uh, Terry Rosario and Ted. Oh God, what was the name? Ted something. Uh, the but they were the, whatever screenwriters aren't important. Yeah, they were the creative team behind the Aladdin, um, and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and they like a lot of Disney's uh, Renaissance movies were written by these two people. Uh, they brought it to Jeffrey Katzenberg at DreamWorks. He liked the idea, but he didn't want to bring them on as writers. So he instead hired John Logan, who had never before written an animated feature. Uh, but I think he did a pretty decent job. Um, John Logan is the screenwriter of Gladiator. Um, so that's his background. Uh, it stars Brad Pitt, Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, Joseph Fiennes, Michelle Pfeiffer, Dennis Haysbert, who you may know as the Allstate guy. Uh, um, not mayhem uh, the are you in good hands yeah are you in good hands um jim (laughs) cummings is also there uh there's a there's a lot of good folks in this movie jim cummings is in this movie yeah jim cummings is in this movie he's He's on the council of the 12 cities and he's yeah come and get it ladies the older guy Oh, that's the voice that I was like, oh my gosh, who is that person? We didn't know his character name. And I was like, I recognize his voice Uh so much. And then you told me it was the Allstate guy. And I was like, I don't think that's the Allstate guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I think he was also one of the um the 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 ambassadors of like the twelve cities who was like Proteus, you will be put to death in his place. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's Jim Cummings. He can do any role. I'm gonna number of times. 
I gotta look them up. I forget what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, he he's been in friggin' just everything. Like oh, you'll okay. you'll know his voice. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I do. I thought I was thinking of the Alan Cummings for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> Alan <laughs> Cummings. Very, very different. Very different oh person. Yes, different yeah. Cummings. Okay. Um, so Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas is uh, roughly based off the tale of Sinbad the Sailor. Uh, a old Middle Eastern story from the 1001 Arabian Nights. Uh, it follows the story of uh, Sinbad, the sailor. Played by Brad Pitt. Played by Brad Pitt. Once again, I need to point out, we have seen a Brad Pitt character butt, but not Brad Pitt's butt. Yes, this one was an animated butt, and it was only one butt cheek. It was only one cheek. When are we going to see Brad's butt? I you think know, I clocked that, that that's... Too the new like premise of this podcast just the search for a full brad pitt butt. Yeah. in search of brad's butt oh boy hello um, from so, obscenity there we go <laughs> uh, so sinbad follows the story of sinbad the sailor who is uh trying to steal a item called the book of peace um, he runs into his uh, long lost childhood, well, not lost, his old childhood friend Proteus, who is now the prince of, oh, what city? Syracuse. Syracuse. Sy- okay, the prince of Syracuse, yeah. who is protecting the Book of Peace. Um, they uh, uh, are attacked by a large squid monster set by Eris, the uh, goddess of chaos. Um, Eris then sets up Sinbad to make it appear like it, like he has stolen the Book of Peace. So he becomes arrested, uh, sentenced to death. Proteus steps in in his place, says, uh, Sinbad, I believe you're innocent. Go find the Book of, P- of Peace, and I will stay here until uh, you get back. If you don't get back in 10 days, I'm going to get executed. So uh, hop to it. Uh, and then we just follow uh, Sinbad and... Um, Marina, uh, who is Proteus's um, arranged marriage fiance, fiance, uh, as they and Sinbad's crew trek across the seven seas on their way to Tartarus to go steal back the Book of Peace. Um, Lily, what did you think of Sinbad? Uh, the movie or the the man or both? Both. Man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Um, yeah, this was definitely a movie growing up where I learned I was straight because I had a big crush <laughs> on Sinbad. <laughs> um, no, I, I love this movie. And I, when you said in the beginning that this was the last hand-drawn animation, it just, it bums me out because, um, in my humble opinion that, uh, this is better than Shrek. I like it. Shrek was part of the reason that this was the last uh, hand drawn. Basically, Shrek did so good they stopped doing this movie. Well, that and Princess and and the Frog like didn't do well either. Like that's why Disney Mm -hmm. stopped doing. Yeah, and it just um, it makes me sad, but it also makes me happy that at least this got to be made because to me this is up there with Road to El Dorado and like Mm -hmm. Anastasia for like those movies that like when they were initially released didn't maybe get their credit but now they're kind of people our age and maybe a little older really like hold them dear in their hearts and yeah i love mm. this movie cool uh wesley what did you think well this was my first time watching it so this oh is, yes uh, yeah so i don't have any ties to nostalgia for me um and i thought it was a delightful movie like 
I was kind of worried going into it because when I watch children movies now that aren't Pixar, mm-hmm. like I'm not tethered to like you know, I don't have a child, so I don't I can't connect to children movies <laughs> you that don't? way. What? I don't. I don't. I must confess, I don't have a child. I want it on I'm the, in my mid twenties, late twenties. I have no children, and especially okay. not one in New Mexico that I am What? What? No, nothing. Huh? Um Oh, okay. Should we just start referring to you as Wesley the Childless? Yes. Yes, that is I'm Wesley the Childless the four. Wesley yeah. the Baron. We come from a long line of childless men. <laughs> just so happen to have another child. How does and they how does that? adoption? There's a lot of denial in uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah. lineage. No, but I will say that this was a very delightful movie and I was uh, extremely surprised that this really isn't a popular uh, film. Uh, this is the first movie I think I've ever seen that has completely emotionally healthy characters kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. doing emotionally healthy things. Even Sinbad, who goes on a journey of growth, he makes some pretty mature choices along the way. I mean, even before, he kind of it's revealed that he le- uh, left uh, Syracuse because he got jealous of uh, Proteus's girlfriend. Yeah. And his betrothed. And, yeah. Instead of being really toxic about it, he just kind of left, which I was like, okay, I've been in a situation <laughs> similar to that where I just. Where I just jumped on a boat and didn't see him for Decided to become a thieving yeah. pirate in order Captain, to Captain not Wesley. watch the love of my life get married to someone else. Yeah, Captain, Captain Wesley, Wesley of the Childless. Uh, childless. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> also, mm. I I love the way that DreamWorks Animation 2D works. Oh, it's a shame. It's that, so good. It's a it, shame that they figured out how to do 2D animation so well mm-hmm. just before it became obsolete. Yeah, and it There's wasn't like, a... like cookie cutter. It's like it's very unique. And yeah, like, there's, there's like a, there's like a so fluidity to DreamWorks oh animation. God. Like I see it. Um, well, Anastasia's Fox, I think, but uh, like even like Rodel Dorado. Like I don't know. There the angles. Prince like I Egypt. feel like so for me, I I I did watch this movie a lot as a kid. I saw it in theaters, and then it was one that I would rewatch. Not maybe as frequently as some other animated movies, but it's definitely like I remembered this pretty well. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I've seen it. As an adult, and also as an adult who is very interested in animation and stuff like, and that really just jumped out at me. Is just the camera angles are very dynamic. Yeah. There's a lot of movement in the animation that's like super gorgeous. Um, freaking Eris's hair, I could Dude. watch all day. No, Anything like with uh, Eris everybody, is so cool. Yeah, everybody always holds up like Disney is the gold standard for <laughs> smooth, fluid animation. But oh god! If you watch any scene with Eris, like she is like either made of smoke or underwater, mm-hmm. or her hair is just flowing, or her dress is just going back. It's amazing. Well, like, and then the 3D, like they seamlessly yeah. put it in there. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I own the full screen uh, DVD since uh, wow. it came out. Hell I don't yeah. want to brag, um, but they talked about animating Eris, and they said that. 
um, no one had ever tried to animate a character like that before. And they described it, the animators described it like silk underwater, how she moved. Mm. I agree. And, yeah. And they, um, kind of the, the impetus for it was that she is the product of her own thought. So it's like, if she thinks of something, then it'll happen. You know, she's, mm. she lives in a world that's purely of her creation. And, um, it was great. I love yeah. it. It was very good. Is um, Eris a real god? She goddess? is. She is okay. the god of discord in actual Greek Not mythology. Like the gaming. So it's no so the it's gaming. Mythology. Yeah, she's a modern god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's American Greek gods. That's what I was confused about yes. while watching this. Is what mythology it was. Yeah, and you, then I looked up that it was kind of yeah first a uh, was supposed to be Muslim and. Yeah, you may know, uh, you may have heard the name Eris before, because what we're watching in Greek canon is a sequel to Troy, because Eris is the driving force behind the War of Troy. What? She set all the pieces in motion to have uh, the gods start becoming uh, jealous of each other, and then set up Helen to claim the, uh, uh, the title of the most beautiful, uh, which caused all that godly conflict, which read, led to Troy, which led to us almost seeing Brad Pitt's butt. And uh, we missed it just slightly, so we'd fast forward about 200 years to where Sinbad, also Brad Pitt, is sailing around. And once again, we almost see that butt. Eris's whole goal in all of this chaos is just trying to show us Brad Pitt's yeah. butt, and he just keeps evading her. <laughs> Like at every turn. Funnily enough, I was looking at um, some of the actor interviews um, around this uh, uh, movie. And with nearly all the main like core cast and crew, they made this movie to show it to their kids. Aww. So Brad Pitt was like, oh, I do a lot of adult movies. I'll do an animated one for the kids. Um, he does a lot Chimel, of adult His movies. niece and nephews, because he didn't have kids yet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, <laughs> did it because um, uh, her kids asked her to play a villain once. Um, the uh, writer, John Logan, had just come off of Gladiator, and nobody in his family could see that. So he's like, <laughs> well, now I'll do Sinbad. Uh, just there fast were a lot of some parts in, in yeah. Gladiator, and you'll be fine. So like that, yeah, <laughs> the, there was a lot of the uh, uh, big name team who did this movie with the reasoning of, oh, I uh, finally a movie I can show my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going back to to the animation of it all mm-hmm. for a second, there is one thing. And I think, you know, there were a lot of movies around this time period, animated movies that were like really trying to do this. I feel like Sinbad was a little bit more successful but the incorporating just random little like computer oh, animated or like 3D elements into mm-hmm. the 2D animation. I, there's definitely like Anastasia does that a bit mm-hmm. uh, and this one does it. But I will say I feel like they used it sparingly and it was more effective mm-hmm. when they did. I mean, well, I, I still wish they hadn't, but I think they... They were able to sort of make it more seamless, I guess. They did make the interesting choice of keeping almost all the digital stuff reserved for the monsters. Yeah, so because even the sirens have it a little bit. um, Give it, give like all the monsters that weird kind of otherworldly feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to 
kind of say the opposite is they used a lot of 3d like even the waves in the background were all 3d it felt like i just think they did it so seamless that i really didn't Mm -hmm. mind it Mm -hmm. it it reminded me of another out of it no it it reminded me of another like pirate cartoon movie which is treasure Treasure planet island oh yeah treasure planet it it reminded me so much of treasure planet which came out Two years before this? One year before this? Um, very similar. Very, very close to the same Which also was a, a box office flop, too. Yes. So. It was also my favorite Disney movie of all time. <laughs> it was flawless, like, 3D animation with 2D animation. Like oh. like this movie, so. Yeah. Something about and, um, swashbuckling really... buckling tails. Uh-huh. And um, what was cool about this one is... The, the animator said, essentially, we're doing three movies worth of visual effects than the time it takes to do one. Wow. Is how they described oh. it. So just, and again, it just kind of bums me out, like, so much work. And, Dude. like, this was such a labor of love. You know what, though, is crazy? Because I actually very distinctly remember seeing this movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. Because when I went to go see it in the theater, it was so packed that like we couldn't find seats me and my family sat on the floor in like the hallway to watch this movie at the theater so it is kind of shocking i guess to hear that it wasn't successful because i i like that's the one of the few memories of like around that age like seeing a movie um that i like i've always held like i always associate that with this movie and the, the, I heard about this movie with Lily. That like that was the first time I heard about it was like two years ago with Lily. Yeah, I I remember I saw this movie in theaters when it came out in two thousand three. Um, like I saw it with my family, but that was the last time I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it just kind of like got in my memory. It was a lot cheaper. Like I I always remember it like the same animation quality as like a Cinderella two or something like that. And so rewatching it and seeing all this beautiful fluid, like traditional and 3d animation, it was like, dang, how do people like not talk about this movie more? I, I don't, you know, here's, I, um, here's a theory. Oh, go on Lily, please. Um, so when I was in college doing, um, we had to, my sophomore year, I was an RA, so we had to come in two weeks before classes. The semester started to do training. And uh, the first day, it was the RAs and the new student mentors. Uh, we all hung out in someone's dorm room. And we unanimously picked to watch Sinbad. And we're yeah. all, like, the Aww. same age. And we all immediately were, like, making all the jokes, like, pickles and eggs. And where'd he get the carrots? <laughs> oh, oh, like, timing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, and, like, everyone immediately just knew, like, go, Spike, give that guy a raise. Like, we all just knew, and it was mm-hmm. just so, f- it was really fun. Yeah, for... I, th- I think I have a, uh, like, a explanation of why it maybe fell into obscurity in the first place, and why oh, this wasn't received. Yeah, so do I. It, so let's compare. Well, it came out four days before pirates of the caribbean came it out. sure oh, did oh the first pirates of the caribbean yep. wow or, yeah or either or i think maybe pirates of the caribbean came out first I, and no then... pirates of the caribbean came out one week after oh um, my god also pirates of the caribbean written by terry rossio that's why I was the original writer that. of Sinbad. Wow! So this was his revenge. Yes, like, because he didn't like the way that uh, uh, DreamWorks was taking the story. One, he wanted it to be a seven-movie series. What? Yes. Wow. 
Um, two, he wanted it to be like a fully adult animation. Okay, I mean, I could get behind that. Yeah, I could get behind that. But um, full butt, yeah, I'm not against half that. cheek. Exactly. No, not even when you butt. see when you see Brad Pitt's butt, they actually splice in Brad Pitt's real butt. In that the, was in the original script. Wow. Yeah. They even knew yeah, they were going to cast Brad Pitt. I can't tell if this is Pitt. a joke or not. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. Oh, okay, uh, like, but no, they they did want to make it more adult. Butt. Um, they they uh uh like he definitely wanted more of like the older appeal and then Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted to make it more for kids. Um, and then they just butted back and forth for months butted. and eventually um, uh, he left the project and made Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. I, I, I just, I imagine him sitting in like a darkened room, probably with like a cat on his lap and just being like, they were discussing release date for Pirates of the Caribbean. And he's like, I want it one week after Sinbad. <laughs> yes. Enough time. And then I can uh, just picture it like, like <sighs> I want to bury I can just picture him going, work. suck it, Katzenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Just like looks over. Have we explained yeah. who Katzenberg is yet? He was head of the animation studios at uh, at DreamWorks, but before mm. that, he was head of animation studios at Disney, and he yes. was he was ahead while um, while the Disney Renaissance was coming out. I don't know. Did we get to that? I'm sorry. Did, uh, no, did I, I don't that? think we did get to that. But yeah, he okay. he was responsible for spearheading a lot of the Disney comeback. Um, Beauty and the then, Beast, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and, he left um, to start he also... uh, Lion King. Yes, and he, and he left to start uh, DreamWorks with Steven Spielberg. Um, and then they made The Prince of Egypt together. So this guy is kind yes. of like a hit maker. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, so uh, other reason that I could see, I think Sinbad and a lot of the other animated movies that came out around the same time that we mentioned didn't do so successfully. I think it's almost because 3D animation and like computer animation was on the rise yes. and i think people were starting to be more interested in that and kind of expect that from animated movies which i honestly think is one of the most like tragic things that could have happened because now there is just like so little 2d animation in the world and everything is 3d and i honestly find 2d animation to be in some ways more impressive and a lot more like pleasing to look at mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. word pleasing, Sam. I I, I also agree. Like you find Frozen the word could pleasing, be pleasing. I do. <laughs> like when Frozen came out, like that was their huge hit mm-hmm. uh, in animation. They found their like that's what Disney's huge hit was in 3D animation. But I just I can't help but picture that movie or wonder what that movie might be like if it was in 2D and see yeah. what it would have. Yeah, done. and also not even. Just also not even just the way they animate it, but I feel like overall DreamWorks, when you just look at their characters, there's just, I hate to say, you know, more nuance. There's less Mm -hmm. cookie cutter. They're good and bad. Mm -hmm. There's just more. I think they're kind of more interesting because in Disney Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like they can make more fun. Like they can kind of like um. I I'm gonna jump to one of my uh, favorite quotes from this movie, uh, where I just don't think you could have it in a Disney movie, um, and it's where the uh, the iceberg uh, swing flies in and everything's frozen, and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden they put on their their coats and everything, and Sinbad just looks at Kale and just goes, "Oh, 
get a shirt on before you poke someone's eye out. Yeah. <laughs> Kale uh, is a character like, in the movie who never wears a shirt. You can't make that yeah. in a Disney movie. He's the all perfect. Guy. Yeah. Um, no, well, yeah, and like I feel like I don't know, and, I, and not that there's not the occasional like adult humor in Disney movies, but it, it, it feels way more subtle, and like they're really trying to make sure that no kid is ever going to pick up on it. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, like DreamWorks is okay with being edgier, and like they also have way more like PG oh, rated yeah. animated movies yeah. where Disney doesn't really do that as much. They might the more recently, P- but. The art of a PG movie is yes. being lost, I feel. Oh, mm-hmm. no, there are no more PG movies. Yeah, the PG movie was super fun because you felt risque watching it as a mm-hmm. 10-year-old. Like, I kind of get that cop's reference yeah. in Trek mm-hmm. 2. And like, oh, it's catnip. <laughs> <laughs> but not enough to make you go, yeah. oh, I'm watching an adult movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and when I say and adult movie, kid- I don't mean... Yeah, exactly. We're being movies directed towards a mature audience, not porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like watching this too, I think as a kid, I don't know about you guys, but when um at the end when you see the the executioner's block and Proteus is standing there, Mm -hmm. I remember being like, What's this? And then learning like, oh, that's how executions work. Well, yeah, because like they actually put the child about character blocks in peril of like they're not trying to say, like, I don't know, because Disney just burned at the stake sometimes, uh-huh. which I feel or like is a little, you know, they always falls. falls, like that kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, Esmeralda almost gets burned at the stake in Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is one of Disney's uh, mm-hmm. edgier animated movies Very and also fire. my favorite Disney animated movie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, there, there's no way as a kid you can't put together, oh, they're going to chop his head off. Yeah. I will say uh, the final thing I have uh, uh, for um, the DreamWorks animation is they have quite the Mediterranean look. Like I know that it's set in Mediterranean, but this is this is going back to like they have a distinct characteristics to them going back to Prince of Egypt. You know, they you know how Disney has the big eyes and small like slight figures and and big smiles and really really um i don't know expressive yeah i feel like the, the disney definitely... face is the heart-shaped face with the big eyes and the little mouth and then dreamworks is more geometric or or, or there's there's the angular sharpness kinda, in it. Yeah. angular yeah mm-hmm. a lot of angles yeah i i, I think love, it's love it it's so pretty yeah there wasn't I... enough movies to explore that art style no I, that's mm-hmm. what i'll say yeah and that that's a real shame. It really is. Because, like, now, like, we were just talking about the beautiful artistry of DreamWorks 2D animation. And now we've switched over kind of to a, a, a world where the DreamWorks face exists. Do you guys know about the DreamWorks face? No, what's the DreamWorks no, face? What's that? Oh, the DreamWorks face, it's a face that the main character in every single DreamWorks CG movie makes um, without okay. fail. It's, uh, if you know um, The Rock his face with one eyebrow raised and kind of a smirk. Um, that's the DreamWorks face. So it's uh, more of an uh, expression versus yes. like a, like a, yeah, like physical characteristics. Yes. Okay. So like they, they fall into a, uh, they, they're, they, I, I feel like DreamWorks has fallen into a rut where they've, 
they still put out a lot of really good stuff. I still enjoy a lot of DreamWorks movies, but you can see a lot of similarities in animation mm-hmm. kind of falling into that same stream as Disney, uh, where well, I feel like when does... they were in the 2D world, they like, oh, they were going all over the place. Did they do Hotel yeah, Transylvania? Yeah, it feels now that... Dr- was that, that I think was, that was Illumination, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go but, on. But um, it also feels like at the... At this era, DreamWorks really wasn't trying to be Disney. It felt like they were doing their own thing yeah. with no. their own ethos. Whereas now, it kind of feels like they're trying to be Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, everything, and I guess going back to, again, my frustration with some of the just everything is 3D animation now, I feel like it all looks the same. Like, whether mm-hmm. it's DreamWorks or mm-hmm. Disney or whatever else, like, it, they all have a very similar look and feel Whereas I felt like there was a more distinct differences when it was all 2D animation and hand-drawn and Mm -hmm. like it just added a different level of, yeah, differentiating between the companies and their styles. Yeah, I agree completely with you, Sam. I think I can't right now I'm trying to think of a DreamWorks animation recent and I don't I can't Mm -hmm. think of any. Can somebody remind me? Um, Do they do the how to train your dragon? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, and they did Boss Baby. Baby, you're right. Uh, you're right. Did they do Wreck It Ralph? Or was no, that, that was Disney. Disney. So see Disney. again, like you're questioning yeah. which ones they do. Uh, also, it makes me frustrated. You know, kind of tangent a little bit, but issues with like what's Disney and what's Pixar now. They're all the same. Oh, it's that's all, so there's frustrating. No oh, difference. To me. That was what I was gonna say. Is like if I would appreciate Disney 2D. Like I know we're talking about DreamWorks, but I would have appreciated Disney 2D animation to be like their style yes. and then pixar to be the to 3d be the, animation yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. but instead i don't know why frozen and or why pixar and disney are different yeah they're owned yeah. by the well, same they're, company there's they share some animators too and like a lot of their animators yeah. go back and john forth, lasseter so was the was yeah. the head of um head of disney studios for a while so it just mm-hmm. now confuses me why yeah, no, they're they're becoming like one amorphous blob of yeah the mouse, mm-hmm. the mouse. And this is um, the, the, it reminded me of uh, in the beginning of my DVD where you see um all the ads for the <laughs> DreamWorks movies. Yeah. yeah. So you see like the ads for guys, get ready uh-huh. the ad yeah. for Chicken Run. Yes. Oh my yeah. god! I took my mom to see that one. Mm-hmm. Can Another we movie bring on this that movie? style back? Because Chicken Run Claymation. Rocks. Well, I mean that company's still around. That's that's Armin Studios. Yeah, they're still they making still, stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought they're making another Chicken I Run. I loved Chicken Run. Same. Oh, it was so good. You like flash before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we need. I don't like gravy. God. Oh, anyway, we're talking about Simbad. Yeah. Anyway, but we're yeah, talking about Simbad. Should we get into oh, this? Oh, I movie? can do my uh, my other quotes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know, like, I so really want to know what um, Lily's least favorite is yeah. for this movie. Oh, I have my least favorite. Oh. Ooh. I'm here. Um. <laughs> so uh, mine is, um, in the beginning, you see uh, Eris is sort of looking down, and she's like, oh, a noble prince and a black-hearted thief. And you see Sinbad. He's like, all right, we're going to take this. We're going to rob this ship. And he just grabs the mast and goes, let's get rich. <laughs> I heard least ripped. favorite or favorite quote? Favorite. Okay. I actually oh. don't have okay. a least favorite in this. Oh, wow. All right. No, it's a solid I, script. Uh-huh. I have a least favorite. And then... um. 
Oh, sorry. And then yeah, uh, yeah. my second favorite, sorry. One more. Go on, um, please. And then I already mentioned the get a, get a shirt on before you poke someone's eye out. That's a good mm-hmm. one. That's a good one. That's fine. And then my, uh, my third favorite is, um, again, towards the beginning where um, Sinbad is brought back on the ship. He met Eris and he, she kind of, you know, they, she told him what she wants. And Kale's like, okay, seriously, tell me what happened. And he just goes, all right, here goes. So I meet Eris, the goddess of chaos. She's got a major crush on me and she invited me back to her place. Yeah. 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 It's good. Solid. It's a good one. I love it. <laughs> All right, um, Wesley, Wesley, bring us bring us down. Oh, I I will bring this down. So, one of the problems with this movie that I did have <laughs> was the voice acting was a little bit it didn't work for me. It felt like they were all in different studios and it really it they really were. um that's what I like they didn't even meet each other and it confirmed it when um Catherine Zeta Jones's character Marina mm-hmm. was like, like they were pronouncing Syracuse the whole time, right? <laughs> and then at one point, Marina's like, "We got to get back to Syracuse." <laughs> I was like, huh? I don't know if I remember. <laughs> that, I don't remember but... that, but I'm, I'm sure. I she do. said Syracuse. Yeah, she said Syracuse weird, and I was like, but that's not the quote I was gonna think uh, say. It was another Catherine Zeta Jones. And it was when you first meet her character, and she's like, this is the infamous Sinbad I heard all about this morning. But there was like this long-ass pause <laughs> between the two the two conjoining sentences. And it, it, it wasn't a conjoining sentence. It was yeah. the same sentence. I was confused. <laughs> Why did you split that up? Where did the period come in from? Oh, God. I do remember that. So not yeah. necessarily the, the quote itself, but yeah, the... Just a bad read. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I will she say that something didn't work. She would not be my first work. pick. Yeah. Something didn't work about Brad Pitt and um, Kale, the Allstate guy. I didn't, Really? I didn't really... I, those were... The Lily's, two weakest. Lily's done. She's yeah. Come. I definitely thought those you. were. I just couldn't believe it. Like they kind of all sounded half-hearted. I thought I loved. Yeah, Kale. I I did too. I thought they had a, okay. a fun dynamic. Uh, yeah. You you just you didn't. just you lost a friend right there, Wesley. <laughs> That's fine. I lost her last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I voice cast wise, like I think. I think Michelle Pfeiffer stole the show with Eris. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I think in general, Eris steals the entire show, yeah. which also, I she, she's hot. Let's she just, is. Let's just say it. Eris is hot. We all know ahead, it. You get, know it. Someone's got to say it. Get on your phone. Except Google when she Eris goes in pro We're all here like, right talking now. about how pretty and flowing her hair is, uh-huh. but she's she's hot. She's we hot. all We all want to bang Eris. She's just, got a bod. Like, admit it. She doesn't uh-huh. give up. Wow. I mean, goddess of chaos. Yes, mm-hmm. and she, she gave no doubt. You've seen my likeness on temple walls. Yeah, no. And then yeah. Sinbad's like, they don't do you justice. <laughs> no, they don't. Every time we had an era scene, I was very happy with every animation style. Like it was so, so trippy. They it was whole, like, yeah, baby. They had a whole team just dedicated to researching how to animate Eris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it paid off because yeah. it was unlike any other parts of the movie were the Eris's parts. Mm-hmm. And okay, I've, I feel like uh, uh, moving from Eris hair because I honestly feel like we could spend uh-huh. the entire rest of this podcast just Harris. talking about 
Eris and her hair and her smoking hot. But anyways, uh, we should uh, literally one smoking thing hot. We haven't we haven't mentioned yet is the music. The music for this is fan fucking tastic, and it's something too that having not watched this since I was a kid. I didn't realize how much that music had stuck with me. So I haven't seen this movie yes. in probably 10 plus years. And the second that theme started and oh my God, the siren music freaking siren it just was brought so cool. me back. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I have to say um, this music uh, scored by the fantastic Harry Gregson Williams. Um, if you don't know who Harry Gregson Williams is, uh, he's the guy who writes all the songs that uh, once you hear them, you're like, oh, that one. He wrote uh, all the music to Shrek, all the amazing Shrek themes. He wrote all the music Somebody to... wants yes, that he one is Smash Mouth. <laughs> he's Smash Mouth. Uh, he wrote all the music to uh, The Chronicles of, Mar- of Narnia, a movie that was only lauded for its amazing score. Um, <laughs> he wrote the music for Mulan. He wrote it for The Last Duel, oh. Man on Fire. Uh uh, one of some of the alien movies like he is a absolutely fantastic composer um worked a not lot e- with dreamworks i'm not even not even being hyperbolic this soundtrack is one of my favorites ever yeah it's, i love it's it great so much i if you go on spotify you will see jump back in to sinbad legend of the seven seas <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love it so much. No, the the music is fantastic. It's that like really nice, like kind of like epic fantasy kind of music mixed with like swashbuckling fun and then like weird, creepy fantasy. Mm -hmm. It like, oof. This, I I highly recommend. One, once you're done Googling Eris, um, get on Spotify <laughs> and uh, start listening to the soundtrack. Even better yet, just watch just watch the movie. Just watch this movie. But, just but also just, yeah, movie. play the music and watch Eris and her hair all day. Uh-huh. So, Wesley, I'm going to offer a, a quick olive branch. A little bit. This little is your olive one and only chance, because... Wesley. Goddamn. Um, so Catherine Zeta-Jones famously has a freaking weird dialect. It's like she's Welsh, she's British, she's American. Like people have parodied it because she's just all over the place. Mm. And so I think just from that, because at the end too, where um, Marina decides to go with Sinbad and, and venture off and leave Syracuse, she's um, she's like on the main staff or whatever, like at the top. And she's like, they need the support. Oh, I noticed that this time too. I was like, "What? Is she British or is she like trying to like, be British?" They could have Yeah, they could have gotten like Natasha Richardson or someone else to be Marina. That's so I will grant you that she is not always yeah, I didn't I didn't she have doesn't a problem always with nail her. It. I didn't have a problem with her. Like, well, there goes my olive branch. Sorry. Sorry. It was it was just it felt like Brad Pitt took a Zambian and then went into the studio sometimes. I and I certain, will say certain points. Yes. There, there were certain points in the movie where, like, um, like I, there, yeah, there was a I lot where I could Fiji. imagine all the actors, like, actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And then there were some points where Brad Pitt's voice sounded like he was standing still in a studio while Sinbad was swinging rope to rope on a sail. <laughs> that, that I think, is an apt description of what I'm feeling sometimes. That we're, yeah, I could. He I could was so that. animated, and then the voice was like. Hello. Yeah, I I also feel like I don't know Brad Brad Pitt didn't necessarily like 
his voice didn't disappear into the role and the movie. Yeah. It was, it's Sinbad, but it's but very it's, much Brad Pitt yes. is here in Be- voicing this right now. Because um, again, I, I will say that like, Prince of Egypt, right? Val Kilmer and uh, the other fine brother, uh, the the mm-hmm. what's his Rafe. name? Rafe. 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 Voldemort. Rafe. Voldemort. Voldemort finds. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they melted into their characters like really well, and the animation and did them justice. And I just I I didn't feel that blend with especially Kale. Or the Allstate guy and and Brad as much, and that uh-huh. that's the only thing I'll say, and I'm done. That you can disagree. You can disagree. <laughs> you can disagree with me, Lily. No, that I is, mean that is Lily. He's you. I lo- I love Brad Pitt, but I will grant you he is not a chameleon. It's but I think his like voice when- and his. They said that his um the reason they chose him was just his sort of like warmth and charisma and like he's the guy you want to be around kind of like the cool bad guy that you can't stay mad at like i think that's what they were going for but i get yeah apparently they chose him they chose him because russell brand was busy russell brand russell Russell brand Brand was the original yeah he was the original casting choice for sinbad well i i like brad pitt like a little better wait no, you're talking about like the comedian who married Katy Perry, right? Yeah, let, let me confirm. I, I'm I'm like because <laughs> I'm gonna say I you know he wasn't a star from, then. From Russell Brand to Brad Pitt seems <laughs> like a chasm of in like I'm gonna guess Crow because pre- everyone's obsessed with Gladiator at this time. What I will say is that uh, Brad Pitt sometimes has the 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 Jack Black effect where. Jack Black's in a history film, like when he was in mm-hmm. King Kong, you really couldn't believe that Jack Black, who is so of the 2000s culture, in King Kong, yeah, like, hey guys, come over here. Like it, it sounded very. Uh, oh, Lily's disagreeing with me again. Oh, oh shit. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. So oh, I no, I King agree Kong? with Wesley. I, I, I think Jack I, Black brings me out of period pieces. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen him in a lot of period pieces, this but is, I can't even begin to picture him in a period piece. I was just going to say that about Brad Pitt, but like we just watched one with Troy, uh, him and Troy, uh-huh. and like I loved him and Troy. I, no, this Brad thing Pitt, I think, work. can blend into period pieces. I just think that his voice, like his voice alone didn't always feel like like it was just brad pitt like i was just hearing brad pitt mm-hmm. well anyway <laughs> what so about this lily movie? hates all of us now lily hates yeah i okay so are you guys familiar all you freaking minnesotans um, i'm not you you're one there. of us no are you guys familiar with the song of hiawatha no uh no not really Yes. There Vaguely. we go. Um, so <laughs> there's a song of, so for those at home, Song of Hiawatha, it it's a poem. You gonna, are you going to perform it for us? It's written by uh, J.L. Longfellow. Um, Can you sing it? And it was, uh, uh, it's ba- basically everything in Minneapolis is named after. Minneapolis mm. is a character in the Song of Hiawatha. Interesting. Okay. Um, 
So I remember there's also an animated uh, feature of this, which I'm pretty sure is a straight ripoff of this movie. <laughs> uh, because mean? there were several scenes that I remember um, about this movie while watching it that I realized aren't in this movie. Um, the, so there's, uh, the, the general plot of this movie is, well, Sinbad is sailing through the seven seas. Um, a lot of monsters attack him. He gets attacked by sirens. He gets attacked by a giant squid, a big bird. Um, and, uh, not like from Sesame street. No, the big same bird one. from Sesame street <laughs> attacks Sinbad. And, Confirmed. Uh, Surprise. And in this song of Hiawatha movie, like it's the same thing, except he's going up a, a river instead of the ocean. And so there were so many times where I was like, okay, when's the crab going to show up? Oh, yeah. I remember you asking me, like, oh, yeah, he fights a giant crab in this one, doesn't he? And I couldn't remember. I knew the island turned into some kind of monster. And I, I said yes because I, yeah. I couldn't remember if it was a crab or a squid or what it was. Um, but, uh, yeah. but, yeah, there was no crab. There is a crab that gets thrown uh-huh. at his head at one point. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, no, no giant crab. Uh-huh. No, th- this is a very, like, I-, I feel like I may be the only person on Earth with that problem, where <laughs> I confuse <laughs> the these two having stories. having seen this Minnesota animated this movie. This very specifically Minnesotan animated movie um, that seems to follow the same beats as Maybe uh, that's Sinbad. also why you remembered the animation not being as good, because you were thinking oh, of this other movie. The, and the not... other movie was hands down cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, I really... I. I know we already talked about the 3D animation bit a, a little bit, but I really appreciated their commitment to a 2D style in the 3D animation. All the creatures had like nice solid outlines on all of them that blended in with the rest of the uh, uh, backgrounds. They all mm-hmm. had like very distinct, like drawn and faded elements instead of just like hard digital elements. Um, mm-hmm. It looked very pretty. Uh, there was motion blur on some of the 2D animation I was noticing. Like I yeah. paused it and it was like motion blur. <laughs> I was I was impressed with. I think it was when they were sliding down, and it could have been throughout the whole movie, but I noticed it when they were sliding mm-hmm. down the ice, uh, the ice bird island. Yes, ice bird island. Ice bird island. Articuno. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love the different places they went. It felt mm-hmm. like Alice in Wonderland, which people here on this podcast know that that is my favorite book. And I love like those type of stories where they just take you from one set piece to another set piece. Yeah. It, it was really fantastical where they went. Yeah. Oh, I, can I ask? I loved um, Tartarus. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Really cool. Those, like that was my favorite animation. Ooh, yeah, when they beautiful. the ship. Yeah, that that was the my sand favorite waves animation. Tartarus with the things. That's a perfect example of the two D and the three D animation being very like seamless and working yeah. really well together. Like, perfectly together. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, Can did I you ask... have a question? Yeah, yeah. What what did the book of peace do they explained it at the beginning and i might have not <laughs> that's a great i was going to ask the same question it's like the I, macguffin it's it's there and it glows and well it made the clouds go away and yeah. then and then there that was, was sun <laughs> back in <laughs> so it's yeah. like the beauty and the beast curse where the curse is lifted and the sun mm-hmm. comes out 
Also, why did Eris I want it? I think it's something... <laughs> to just start a war. <laughs> Chaos. Like, like, she, yeah, she, that was her mode. Like, when I said, like, emotionally healthy characters, I included her because she just is a god and, mm-hmm. and those sands of time really showed you that, you know, people yeah. aren't anything to her. I want to do this because it's yeah. fun. I, I really I appreciated and too at the end when they beat her. It's not like they like <laughs> defeated Eris or yeah, like, we talk, or like yeah. killed her or anything. She just went, Oh, well, that's one plan. On to the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Lily, what were you saying yeah, about the book? Yeah, Lily, go and then I'll I'll add to what Peter just said. Um, yeah, so the book of peace, I still to this day, you guys, couldn't tell you. Um <laughs> what, what, what <laughs> the purpose is. Yeah, and I think that kind of speaks to a broader um, thing where they took elements from uh, Arabian Nights, but then mm-hmm. um, they also said that they added uh, Greek elements because they mentioned mm-hmm. Pompeii and stuff in um, Thrace, which is p- now parts of like Greece, Bulgaria, and mm-hmm. Turkey. Um, but yeah, it does kind of feel like, oh, it's Mediterranean, but this is a, you know, this is an Islamic text from like the Golden Age of mm-hmm. islam and it kind of felt like they couldn't quite pin well, it to like a certain they took thing. sinbad out of baghdad he's from baghdad right. originally that would have been really cool too yeah exactly um and yeah and also so yeah, that was my thing like like going off of uh what peter said about them not actually like killing eris or like she's a god it's not in which okay i also do love this movie but mm-hmm. disney's hercules they straight up just like get rid of Hades, the god of the <laughs> dead. What what happens when yeah. people die now in like that world? Uh, and so yeah, I appreciated Arius. Persephone defeated, takes over. Just outsmarted, hmm. and she's like, eh, whatever. I'm a goddess. I got better shit to do. Yeah. This one didn't work. I don't Fuck care. Y'all. <laughs> I really like how secure. Uh, Sorry, I just have a crush on Patroclus you. was not Patroclus. That's the gay lover of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Pro- Proteus. Proteus, Proteus. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lily's holding up the Song of Achilles by <laughs> Madeline Miller. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I really liked how Proteus, how secure he yeah. was in the relationship and in I... himself, where he's like, you know, you you deserve. Like, it's what Frozen should have done with Hans' character. Do you uh-huh. remember, like, Kristoff and Hans? Mm-hmm. Like, they were... I When I was watching that movie for the first time, with you, Peter. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. Do yeah, we watch we that on a on bus? A, on a bus, on a, on a DVD player. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, Han, it was something interesting, like Hans versus Kristoff, and then Hans... To, like kind of a cop out like they t- made Hans evil so like you can't like him anymore yeah but they didn't do that with this it was Sinbad and Patrick no it wasn't Proteus, Proteus. <laughs> and um I yeah I did. I thought it was really interesting too because like at, at the very end um I forgot that they had an arranged marriage like mm-hmm. um I I had just been like assuming because they they mentioned that at the beginning how um proteus is like yes our marriage is arranged but i'm falling in love with you and very intentionally they do not say she does not say it back they get interrupted before she can say it 
Um, and uh, uh, I'm sure that was a very intentional choice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you think? And then, yeah, throughout the course, she falls in love with uh, Sinbad. And I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, wait a minute, you're engaged. And wait. that guy's great. Like, yeah, he's taking he a awesome. bullet for his friend. Uh-huh. To the, engage, like, the best dude in Greece. Um, and, yeah. And, and then at the very end, when, when he says, like, you know what? Um, I can tell that you're in love with Sinbad, and I want you to be happy. So, like, go be with him. Which, also, I'm the best guy in Greece. I'm going to get somebody. Yeah. He's the prince of... <laughs> Okay, you guys, she went on this whole mission to make sure that Sinbad didn't fuck it up and get selfish. Uh She, like, made sure that, like, he was going to help save her fiancé. So some credit. Like, she did risk life and limb to save her fiancé. Yeah, I liked her. I liked her too, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, she she put in the work for for Proteus, for sure. Yeah. I also liked it. He was like... I enjoyed the fact that she, um, her like dream, it was her dream that she was more insecure about. She wasn't like insecure that she couldn't do any, all of these things. Mm-hmm. She was, it was just like, I'm going to settle now. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's mm-hmm. the practical choice. It wasn't like, I'm so scared to go out and do this, yeah. but I can be strong. And well, the, was, there's even the line right at the beginning where uh, Proteus and Marina are looking out over the city. And Proteus is like, it's uh, no, Marina says, it's beautiful, isn't it? And she's looking at the ocean and Proteus is looking at the tower. Um, and he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, I love Syracuse and you love the ocean. <laughs> Um, this can never work yeah Um, i'm just a landlubber but you know though i gotta say (laughs) this movie uh like many animated movies from my youth Uh which maybe has has had more impacts on me than i'd like to admit the whole you know he got a nice guy Mm -hmm. who's a very very (laughs) nice stable man the perfect man the perfect man (laughs) willing to risk his life for his best friend just nice guy but he's boring and then there's a risk-taking bad boy who's you know kind of a little toxic but you know he's just hotter he just he just is and um yeah yeah i i have a question i'm gonna second that i definitely put this um to my to my re- to my uh, af- affinity for uh, bad yes. boys, yeah, I definitely point this, at this yeah. movie for Between sure. Between this and Kovu, eh? like I was a <laughs> lost cause. Koju, Kovu, 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 oh, from, Kovu. S- from Lion King Two, Simba's Pride. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about the 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 Cujo, the one of Cujo, yeah, about the car, <laughs> no, <laughs> or no oh, dog, the dog, about the <laughs> talking about a very dog. sexy lion, yeah, oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, for me, it was uh, growing up. It was Tarzan, Sinbad, and um, Dimitri from Anastasia. Yeah, well, and Dimitri, Dimitri though is actually the healthiest of all of those because yeah. Anyways, wait, Lily and I could also have yeah. Russ start running a whole podcast where we just analyze animated men and, <laughs> yes. and their pros and cons. Uh-huh. It's well, true. Speaking of animated <laughs> men, they're a big podcast, by the way. Um, I I have a question for the group. Think about it. Um, yes. Who's your favorite crew member? I'll start. It's Rat, and he's the best. <laughs> that was the only crew yes. member that they really. 
I, I like when it, I was though. a kid, rat really No, Jin and Lee, me. who kept who kept um, betting against each other, like, pay up, it's flat, pay up, they came back, they keep betting oh. against each other. I love I'll them, too. i have to too. watch it again. And there's yeah. also Weapons Guy. Weapons Guy. Who is, he almost gets eaten by a bird. He uh, does. He almost and, drowns, too, I yeah. think, at one point, yeah. Oh, and then there's man, Kale. he's like the Daphne of that crew. Yeah. Like, always getting into trouble, that one. Um, but he has so many weapons. Yeah, no, nobody like Luca, rat. Come is my, and get it, ladies. Yeah, rat is my favorite. I yeah. I like that his rope leads wherever he needs to go without swinging <laughs> at all. He can hang just down and float while having a conversation. Rat defies the laws of physics. Uh huh. <laughs> no, rat. Rat is my favorite too, Peter. Good. I'm, I'm put, he's rat is my favorite. Um, they're not Wesley. distinct enough, like besides Rat, for me to really have another one besides Rat. I so have, I'll say Rat. I have always hated sidekicks, like always. I've always hated supporting characters in cartoons. Like as a child, I just wanted it to be about the main characters, and so I think as a kid, I thought that Rat and Spike were both kind of annoying. Uh. But that being said, I like Allstate guy whose character mm-hmm. name I can't remember. Um, yeah, he's just chill, uh, and I yeah I I enjoy him. Nice. Spike, I, I would say, was useful though. No, like, I, he's a I've sturdy work dog. I've Spike grown out of dog, that. I don't I don't hate yes. sidekicks quite as much anymore. But uh. um, I I did read an interesting tidbit about when they were doing um, likability tests with all the characters. Spike the dog. Um, tested higher than Sinbad. Um, (laughs) And so he was originally only in two scenes. Wow. And so they wrote him nine more scenes. Wow. (laughs) That's why there's so much spike. Including one of my favorite moments of the thing is in this big romantic kiss, Spike freaking has his own personal catapult that he uses to shoot himself into the sky (laughs) and include himself in this kiss. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Wow. He is on. He is the (laughs) face of the DVD. Lily is holding it up. Wow. It says Sinbad and overshadowed. It is only Spike. Wow. Man, killer eyebrows, too. This is like the minions. That dog is half eyebrow. (laughs) Spike walked so minions could run. (laughs) Oh my god, no. Jeez. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, and there's, um, what what else? Uh, let me just, uh, one moment. Mm -hmm. Checking notes. amongst yourselves. There's a lot of uh, yeehaw moments. (laughs) Yeehaw! Yeah, like, Flying like yeah. through the air. Woohoo! Mm. I I have anyone me, have any other uh me, me and Sam brought this up when we were watching it. We both have a problem with um animated it's usually animated characters randomly cutting ropes so they can fly up onto masts of ships <laughs> with no consequences. Just, it is a thought that I've had where I'm like, what what probably just crashed down because you cut that very probably necessary rope. Yeah, you see it all the time in these swashbuckling movies. Somebody will just cut a rope and, and fly goes, to the top of the mast. It takes them exactly where they were going to uh, go, even though it's just some random rope that just happened to be next to them at the time. Well, I, I don't like that with theater. Like when they like cut the sandbag and something falls I'm like, uh-huh. what? 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 What happened? What's yeah. the mechanisms here? 
I've never thought about that once until now. Yeah, just like, what if when they like zoom up at the end, like he goes to meet Marina at Uh the top, he cut that and just the mask she's on just just falls. (laughs) (laughs) And was stuck in the seven seas. Sinbad's Uh, stuck there. Marina just crushed to death by it. Yeah, bye bye. (laughs) Anyone, um, other favorite or least favorite quotes? Quotes? No. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't think of any. Well, you like, well, Peter, Favorite you like moments? that thing that he what said that? about never met a real man. Oh yeah, I I just I'm thought, the like, only real man. Yeah, I I oh, thought that. Know, so there's a moment a... where they like where Sinbad and Marina have their uh, uh, rom com falling out, um, and there there was a line that like just I I feel like in a lot of animated cartoons, kind of what we were talking about earlier, there is a more um, like mature take with DreamWorks stuff. Um, I just really enjoyed the line where uh, Sinbad is talking to Marina. He's, I he goes, I've seen the men who are in court. Trust me. I'm the only man you've ever met. Ha! I did. I missed that line. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what line I kind of cringed at? I was, I thought it was really, it's the one where it's like, and that's why women can't drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is a little too many, well. like, early 2000s, like, gotta make fun of the woman for being a woman. Yeah. After she just saved the whole crew. Yeah, after and she shit. Know, saves the right? entire ship. Obviously, that was a character flaw in his part, but even mm. the insult, though, was like, okay. And she yeah, could have been a... with a nice oh, boy and when who they're probably all, um... made... Who was about to have his head cut off? How is that not a bad boy? Exactly. Also, Proteus is also a badass fighter and a sailor and has his own ship. Yeah, I don't know about that ponytail though. (laughs) Okay, yeah, actually, oh, I do. I don't know how I feel about the chin. Yeah, he's a lot of chin and a lot of ponytail. (laughs) Chin pony. They call me the chin. (laughs) Pony. Um. Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones was uh, the first p- to be cast in this movie, which really? surprised me. I thought it would be Brad Pitt. I thought it would be Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they, they were too yeah. busy uh, courting. I did look it up. It, it was Russell Crowe. I think in my <laughs> okay. mind, I just yeah, wanted it to be Russell Brand. <laughs> Can you imagine this movie with Russell Brand? Yeah, I would. Oh my God! I like wrote it. this, this beautiful, sweeping, <laughs> epic animation, and then Russell Brand comes in and he's like, "Oh, I think I'll just take the book of peace. Why don't I?" Yeah, that'd be. I was so in this... love with you. Okay, so That's in addition, why I left. In addition to Sarah searching Coons. for for <clears throat> Brad Pitt's butt, is this podcast also now where we just attempt really atrocious Cockney accents? What are you talking about? Atrocious? These are spot on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we proved that in our last week's I w- <laughs> Sam, I went to RADA. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have a real cockney with us. I, I, yeah, okay. Exactly. So I have another, I have another question for the group. So throughout this movie, um, they, they sail through a lot of fantastic set pieces. The dragon's teeth and the sirens that try to take them out. The uh, the giant uh, uh, fish that they use like a jet ski, um, the uh, ice bird and its frozen island, um, and then eventually they fly 
Uh, they they rearrange the sails so they can fly off the edge of the flat earth. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> that's that's honestly that's the part that I'm most disappointed about with this movie is that Sinbad is a flat earther. <laughs> that was that was a real bummer to get to that. Well, Jack uh, Sparrow is too. Yeah, that's true. My question is, how'd they get back? Are. Yeah, I wondered that. Well, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the I, keys well, are okay, in I your think, hand. I think I think how they get back is the ship just goes, like turns around and goes back. They swing into Tartarus, and then I don't know. Eris just boots them out, and they like appear. But that back ship was on... like losing altitude. Yeah, it was. So it would have gone the under the So how do they like? Here's the keys to the ship. I'm gonna be safe in Tartarus. Like, uh-huh. That's kind of what. Peace my... out, Kale. Bye. <laughs> This movie is flawed because yes. of that. <laughs> a stain on this movie. Mm-hmm. Bad going science. Well. Yeah, going well until that movie. Or until then, that part. Yeah, all of a sudden they decided to show the flat earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I totally forgot about that until they were approaching the edge of the earth. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, man, disappointing me. Well, that was in 2003 when everybody, when Flat Earth was just a joke, and now it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. It was yeah, before people actually, God, yeah. actually. I, I will say, I, I was saying during the whole movie, the uh, uh, the animation style um, of the 2D mixed with the 3D reminded me a lot of uh, Treasure Planet, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially, my God, the uh, the wooden ship with CG sails uh, flying through space <laughs> yeah. that was straight treasure planet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i've never seen treasure planet but i've really? seen trailers so oh it's, it's really so good, good. Uh, um does anybody have anything else to say about this movie i this movie really isn't that long it's pretty concise yeah it's really good too like mm-hmm. it's packed yeah um let's see when okay so wesley this was your first time watching it um did you ever have a genuine laugh out loud moment with some of the dialogue or was it all (laughs) was it was it yeah nostril like flares like exhales that's good that's funny (laughs) um gosh uh no really (laughs) I, mean, I can tell you, I, I definitely. Um, no, go but on. Sorry. My 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 humor is a little more highbrow. Um, mm. For instance, I'm gonna go. Watch, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Jackass uh, for this uh, weekend. So, I think mm-hmm. you have to come up to my level. When, yeah. When you're mm-hmm. in a movie making comedy. Wow. I, I will say, like I said, I haven't seen this movie since 2003. This was essentially my first viewing because the entire time I thought I was just watching Song of Hiawatha. <laughs> um, but th- there were definitely a few moments. The one that really got to me was the pickles and eggs line. Yeah, that one That one was one that I did not pick up on as a yeah. kid. And, uh... for, for context, Sinbad is talking about when he was a child, he was cornered. And he goes, the thieves, they had a knife to my head and one to my throat and a third to my pickles and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That, I, I actually thought it was like because they were just they were going on those waves or flying. I can't remember what mm-hmm. it was, but it was they were. Oh, no, they were tethered to the fish monster yeah. and they were getting sick. 
Yeah. So I actually only associated it with, oh, they're getting sick, and she he said pickled and e- pickles and eggs. <laughs> but I also did watch this at eleven o'clock, so then no, it was a it was a it was a dick joke. Get it? Yeah, it was a dick joke. He was referring to Sinbad's penis. I also, um, just for full context, my favorite uh, quote, apart from the romantic sappy stuff, is when it's also when everyone is sick and they've been throwing up and Spike, they're all like, no, 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 Spike. And Spike throws oh, yeah. up and like, one of the crew go, hey, where'd he get the carrots? So, I did like that line. That was actually a funny line. There's really a story like behind it. that line. Um, one of the, uh, uh, one of the writers, um, who was working on it, not, not, uh, violently ill. (laughs) Well, no, they, they just kept saying it in production meetings. Um, just be like, oh yeah, isn't that funny? And everyone hated the line, but he, (laughs) it just became like an inside joke and everyone just kept saying it over and over again that it made it into the movie. Wow. Well, there you you go. If you just keep telling a joke over and over eventually you'll beat everyone down yeah we like just put it in the movie where do you get the carrots <laughs> i love that though uh, and right. then um how would you guys rate uh the love story i'm curious your it. takes on the love story i really liked it i really loved the whole like jealousy and i left and this is why i i thought it was a like a very shocking it was because of you and then she was taken aback and so was i i was like oh mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mm-hmm. I feel like it still holds up. I think the only thing I have is like it's one of those things when you rewatch a kid's movie that you haven't seen in a long time where everything just moves way faster oh, than yeah. I remember it. Yeah. So like as a kid, it was perfect. I love it. Like rewatching it now, I still really like it. But I'm just like, oh, wow. They like jumped to like friends to like enemies to lovers very quick, like yeah. in the space of one line. Um, And I also feel like where she says, I love you kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Watching it now, I think for a kid's movie, it works perfectly. But watching it now, I was like, oh, wow. okay." she just jumped straight to like, I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with that. But yeah. Yeah, I I did very much enjoy the love story. It was it was fast because the movie is less than an hour and a half long. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think it's definitely. Um. What I, I think one of the reasons why I like it so much is because it's so antithetical to the the um, the OG Disney movies like Prince Charming mm-hmm. and Rapunzel. Like, I will rescue you. We said no words to each other, yet we're in love. And how mm-hmm. um, I love how when Sinbad, when Marina is captured by the Articuno uh, ice bird, uh, mm. he's like really pissed that he has to save her. Like, oh, she, Marina was looking the other way. No, um, oh. I have to climb up this ice mountain. Like how he's kind of like bugged that he has to be the yeah. hero. I was really into that scene. Actually, features my favorite bit of animation in the entire movie. Besides Eris, Eris takes the cake, mm-hmm. as okay. we've said. But uh, so uh, uh, Marina gets captured by this giant iceberg, um, and Sinbad has to go save her by climbing this mountain. And there's this beautiful shot of him like running around grabbing ropes he gives kale a really weird hug and steals his knives um and uh gets on a catapult and launches himself in the air and it's all flowy and super cool and he looks awesome and then it cuts to this still shot of a solid wall of ice and he just flies 
face first into it and stops <laughs> in his tracks. And it was like the perfect bit of like slapstick in uh, after this big, like epic battle with a monster. It's like, all right, Sinbad, go save the day. Yeah. <laughs> Very Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just, I liked how it wasn't. Well, for Sinbad, it was kind of love at first sight, but he's totally like avoiding her. And the, the only reason they end up together is because she chose to go on this this mission and like mm-hmm. make sure he got the book of peace um and i think as a kid too like seeing someone who's the bad guy because in other movies right proteus is the good guy and sinbad's the villain but yeah i think as a kid like watching this i'm i was like whoa he's like the bad guy but i'm really into him like when he's fighting that first scene where he's attacking proteus's ship and all the cool mm-hmm. fight scenes he like yeah. fighting he does with his sword mm-hmm. like i just i loved that and I still like I still love all the how they drew it and how like he sticks down his sword and he kicks all of them like mm-hmm. in a circle, all the guards. Matrix style. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really cool. The fighting at the beginning was really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I will I will yeah. come in and and tweak that wording ever so slightly, Lily. Because I wouldn't say he's a bad guy. I'd say he's a bad boy. Ooh. What? Mm. He's a naughty boy. So true. <laughs> naughty boy on the high seas. Taylor's, that should, Taylor that should have been the tail. Uh, the tagline. <laughs> naughty boy on the high seas. That should have been the t- uh, title of this movie. Sinbad and the naughty boy on the high seas. Yes. <laughs> naughty. All, uh, right. Uh, all right. Anything else? I Yeah, all, all I'd say is say you were a pirate. Um, okay. you're, fly- you're flying, yes, wow. flying across <laughs> the void. Uh, you've just sailed off the edge of the earth because the earth is flat. And you see in front of you uh, the gates of Tartarus. And what's behind the gates of Tartarus? This movie. And you have a choice. Do you swing into Tartarus, lift, uh, risking life and limb to perhaps obtain this movie? Or do you turn back, sail Back through several several scary situations, but still, <laughs> not that final risk. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd swing in, get that, <laughs> get that, do it, get this yeah. movie, bring it back out, uh, take it back home, lift it high over my head so that the light <laughs> shining off of its little DVD discs glows. And showers the world in in peace, I guess. Peace, uh-huh. sunlight, whatever it is that's War coming is out of done. that book. War is over. And uh, and yeah, no, I, I think this is a great movie. I feel like it holds up. It was fun watching it as a kid, and it was fun watching it as an adult. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. No, I'd have to agree. I would, uh, I, I'd swing through those nasty gates, um, go get this movie, and uh, uh, bring it back and put in that like weird little lighthouse that they built for a book, Uh, (laughs) put it right up in there and and say like, Oh, Hey, here's a literally the article that I've been reading um, with like all these different tidbits was titled um, DreamWorks forgotten masterpiece. I feel like that's exactly what this show is about. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I, I, I would, I would also swing in there. With my flying ship, I would bring it back. I would, uh, I wouldn't really, I would show the world. I would recommend going to see this, uh, this tiny disc in this lighthouse that I've 
created for it. But I would especially recommend like children to watch this. Yes. I think this is a good movie for children. And um, I mean, my inner little boy was like so happy to see this. I think, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I think that uh, uh, children would like this and parents should uh, sit their kids down and watch it with Mm -hmm. them. There's some fun jokes in there for you, parents. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. When I saw it with my mom in theaters, like, we both liked it. Like, we left the theater going, yeah, that was good. Mm hmm. Um, Yeah, I definitely swing into Tartarus. Uh, Maybe grab some ropes from Rat (laughs) just to help me uh, cut some of the ropes that'll automatically ensure my safe return. Yes. And then on the way back, I stow it below deck where Sinbad's uh, quarters are, where he has the... uh, the bra from the brothel of Syracuse. Mm. I always, I always liked that that little because I thought that was a really cute bra. So I would definitely. <laughs> <make that up>. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe take a, a few snapshots of like Sinbad's butt just for, uh-huh. like, just for, or... just for. Did you guys posterity? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys guys notice one more thing when um you saw Brad's butt, uh, half of it, and half then cheek. it transitions to the moon. Oh, no. I didn't see. Ah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't oh. notice that. Oh, that's <laughs> that is, clever. That is clever. Good. That's very clever. Yeah. So uh, DreamWorks PG animation. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'll say if you're listening at home, and you know of a movie where we can see Brad Pitt's butt, please, please let one of us know. Tell us. We're and tell on us a mission. Put us all at our ease. channels that we have. Uh, we really have let you connect with us as we have no twitter no uh instagram no phone numbers no nothing you can leave comments on itunes you can Can you You can we have one comment really yeah it's on troy you can give us stars (laughs) it says great like it's here hold (laughs) should we read our one fan's comment and then hey if you're listening (laughs) this uh, one's for you fan thanks thanks a heap yeah, we have one fan in. Well, I don't know if they're fans. Well, don't we don't need to call them all out in their location. <laughs> we have one fan. All three of them. We have one all fan. Wait, okay, one okay. One in San Diego. Uh, let's just like take a moment to uh, be super narcissistic and uh-huh. read this one quote from our one fan. It says I think we deserve quick. it after eight yeah, episodes. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a review of Troy. It says yeah. impressive synopsis and great knowledge of history and Western Civ. Thanks. Oh. Thanks. Oh my Thanks God. Is heat. that my dad? It might be because I actually thought, yeah, I think it is. I think it is your dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Lily's dad, for this. Yeah, I think our parents all listen mm-hmm. to this. Hey, Jen and Matt. <laughs> hey, Jay and Bridget. Hey, Lauren Hoyman. My Thanks. Thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say if you are our parents and you know of a movie with Where we can Brad see Pitt's Brad's butt, pit butt, leave a comment on iTunes apparently <laughs> and let us know what that movie is because we haven't God. found it yet. <laughs> Good. We know who's uh, listening to us. All but right. We will. Guys, we have done eight movies. I think this is our eighth. And we have had. Three movies in which, uh, uh, three movies that have come out in 2011. Uh huh. Okay. And we have had, this is our second movie that has come out in 2003. And I looked on our list 
of like obscure movies that we've been putting on collectively on our Mm -hmm. list of like maybe movies that we should do. A lot of them are from 2011 and 2003. (laughs) I don't know what was happening those two years, but there was a lot of palpable movies that didn't get palped. They got (laughs) forgotten. Like there were like a lot of mediocre movies that everyone was just in like a coma those two years and no one watched any movies. Or just Pirates of the Caribbean took over, and then I, 2011 was a week. Twilight, I remember that. Twilight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was Twilight. Anyway, <sighs> I just wanted to mention that it was yes, interesting. That's to very me. Interesting. I don't know what's going yeah. on that those two movies or two two years for movies are very obscure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Sam, do you know what year uh, your movie came out in? Stand by. Standing by. I'm curious. <laughs> curious to know. We're keeping the movie a secret. You have, you have to live in suspense until uh, oh, we, we reveal the title. Oh, so don't the say the movie, year. but just what the, just the year. year is. Uh, 2014. Yeah. So. 2014. All right. It's a romance. Yeah. So for there those for those investigators at home, we're watching a movie from 2014. That's obscure. Uh huh. <laughs> Good luck guessing it. <laughs> Fuck us. Uh, All right. I've been Wesley. I've been Peter. I've been Sam. I've been Lily. And goodbye from obscurity. Ooh.